The 2020 budget speech delivered by Finance Minister Tito Mboweni revealed opportunities for local, small and medium enterprises despite a difficult economic environment. Nadine Chetty, co-founder of Ecom Accounting Solutions and Incute QuickBooks, is here to give us the key takeaways from the budget speech. Nadine, is there any hope for small businesses in this budget speech? Yes, I definitely think there is a bit of hope um, going forward. The finance minister really showed that we're going to be cutting down on some expenditure and focusing on education and certain sectors uh, in this country which has really big potential to grow. So I think there is quite a large uh, growth phase that we're going to go through as well as a lot of hope. Nadine, what would you say are actually the key takeaways from this budget speech? So my key takeaways from this budget speech would be that the finance minister is trying to focus to on the small businesses. He actually mentioned that small businesses will ignite our economy, and that's completely correct. Um, in the private sector, we have so many different types of small businesses who are creating jobs, um, growing the economy, getting, getting production out, um, and with that, are we going to help grow the economy? Um, I think one of the toughest things that we're going to experience is electricity consumption and production. So as we have the ESCOM issue, our small businesses are going to suffer, meaning um, they're not always going to have the capacity to buy a generator or, or solar panel, for, for instance. And that's going to maybe push them back when it comes to operating and it could actually reduce their income and actually shrink the economy if everybody is affected in this way. So I'm hoping that we can sort out the electricity issue, um, and that would be really helpful for the small business owner, as I, I know from experience that a lot of our small business owners are actually going through this trouble where they actually are closing their doors when we're experiencing load shedding. And the tax relief, how do you think that um, entrepreneurs will actually benefit from this? So it's great that we haven't increased the VAT rate and there is looks and proposals um, in dropping the corporate tax rate from 28%. We're not exactly sure where they will drop it and when this will happen. But if our economy is stable enough and we start gaining enough revenue to support our expenditures, lessening the tax rate can really benefit the small business owner as corporate taxes can be quite harsh, especially if you are paying already your pay as you earn, your VAT, and then on top of that going to be your corporate taxes. So if that's reduced, that will be great. We already see some improvements on uh, for the personal income tax. There's some relief there where you're only going to start paying from, I think, the amount of 6925 rand a month. So if you earn under that, you're not going to be paying tax. And I think there are a lot of youth around that's earning in that tax bracket, especially if you're straight out of university, you're in a job which you want to learn. So I think that's a really good advantage to also grow the economy and grow these youth so they're not afraid to go to work. They can get jobs easier. And I think with coming with the tax relief and them not increasing it, we're going to experience a lot more knock-on on compliance. SARS is going to be on the lookout for all these small businesses, making sure they're compliant. And if they're not compliant, they are going to go after them and and issue heavy penalties and make sure the compliance comes into place because ultimately we need to collect as much revenue as we need to. And because we have so many large small businesses or so many small businesses around, 
that is the biggest place to to collect the tax revenue. So I think if we can get your compliance up to date, that would be a great thing. So you would say that jumping on these opportunities are, or jumping rather on the tax compliance will better benefit the businesses? Yes, definitely. It's not a great thing to do. No business wants to fork out their money, but it is something that needs to happen for our economy to stabilize and grow. And with doing this, there are softwares like QuickBooks Online, for example, that help with your compliance-related issues. So it's not so much of a hassle um, to go through this minefield of compliance that small businesses experience. But if you use softwares like QuickBooks Online, you've got your VAT recons done for you on a daily basis. Uh, you can track what your salaries are for your staff. You can track if you're running profits and then you can almost push away some money for those that 28% of corporate tax that you're going to pay at the end of the year. So it really gives a small business owner tools uh, to manage their cash flow when it comes to paying these taxes over to SARS. And in my opinion, using these technologies and using an advisor like an accountant together really helps you to the small business owner to manage their taxes payable, whether it be monthly, bi-monthly, yearly, so they can have better cash flow and also make sure that they're paying SARS on time. How would you advise entrepreneurs to actually be innovative during this current year? So I would think they would need to see where the sectors, where the government has given money to these different sectors. So agriculture as one, training as another, um, public transportation. So use those sectors where funding is being in place. Create innovative business ideas. Even if you're a startup, find something which the market is lacking and get your skills up in that sector and really succeed. Because I think there's a lot of growth available for the small business owner. I think there's also going to be uh, innovation funds that are going to be set in place. There's going to be small business development funds that's going to be set in place that's that's on the table but it's not decided yet but if these are in place to support the small business owner you really need to be innovative to think of what is the country lacking whether it be electricity consumption because as we know now that the finance minister has given municipalities in good standing the ability to purchase electricity from independent electricity producers so i think there's a really wide gap and a wide variety of areas and sectors and markets to, for the small business owner to play in. And I think adapting the fourth industrial revolution, using technology, creating these fintech companies, creating stuff around the technology sector is going to be something where we can not only utilize in South Africa, but also expand our product range to the continent, as now we know that there's a free trade agreement in our African continent. So I think we have a huge, huge space to play in. The minister mentioned that 2.2 billion rand will be transferred to the Small Business Development Agency. So how do you advise that entrepreneurs take advantage of this opportunity? So I think because we've got this investment now, it's actually a huge opportunity for small business owners. They need to speak to their accountants, speak to their advisors, um, speak to people, open conversations saying, I have this idea, but I need some assistance with funding. Can you help me? And there's a lot of places now that are offering funding for, for small business owners. And this fund that they've created is specifically 
molded for the small business owner. We've got the small business owner in mind when this fund was created. And not only have they given us this fund, but they've also made it easier for small businesses to start doing business in this country. So, you know, as um, our finance minister has said, that we've got this uh, portal called uh, the Biz Portal, where you can do your CIPC registration, your FARS registration, your UIS. I think you can actually even open a bank account there. So, with you having all that at your fingertips, starting businesses in South Africa is now going to be much easier. You're going to have more access to funding. One thing I'm going to stress on is that if you're going to have access to the funding and if you're going to apply for the funding that's available for you, you have to be SARS compliant. Um, if you are not SARS compliant, no funder will look at you. No investment firm will look at you. This fund that has been created will only assist you if they can see that you're continuously SARS compliant. So I think compliance is my biggest stress point here. Small businesses, even though you're small, you really, really, really have to focus on managing your compliance. The minister also mentioned an innovation fund which will be capitalized with 1.2 billion over the next three years, as well as an industrial business incentive, which is worth 18.5 billion. Do you think that the minister thoroughly explained the process in which entrepreneurs can go about accessing these funds? I don't think he specifically went into details on how we can access this funding, but I think there will be more information coming out in the months to come on where we can go, how you can access this. But I do think it's going to be through the DTI, probably because that is where all um, our funding occurs and where all businesses are run through. Um, But I do think they're going to advise accountants, they're going to advise people in the business industry who are equipped to advise small business owners on ways that they can access this funding and incentives. Because at the end of the day, the small business owner needs to know how to run his business and make money. But it's your accountant job or your advisor's job to assist you in finding these extra fundings and these extra incentives to utilize in your business to assist you and help you grow. That was Nadine Chetty, co-founder of Ecom Accounting Solutions and Intuit QuickBooks.